The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss some secrets to driving organic growth. Joining us is Damon Burton, who is the president of SEO National, which is a search engine optimization company that helps websites rank higher on Google without paying for ads. Yesterday, Damon and I talked about why companies are buying ads when search is actually free. And today, we're going to talk about how you can outrank a billion-dollar company. Okay, here's the second part of my conversation with Damon Burton, president of SEO National. Damon, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to chat again. Excited to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked about the comparison between SEO and SEM. Why are people buying ads when you can show up on the same page and have a higher conversion rate for free? And really, the answer is it takes time, strategy, and effort to invest in building not only your content out, but also your reputation to get to the point where you can rank. And so SEM gets you traffic right away. SEO gets you traffic, maybe at a higher conversion rate, lower price point, takes a long time. That said, today we're going to talk a little bit about competitive SEO. I work in the landscape of marketing content. And some of the other brands that are trying to do the same thing are companies you might have heard of. Maybe, have you heard of Forbes or Adweek? Mm, yeah, right for them. Yeah, they're kind of a big deal. Okay, then there's MarTech Today. These are companies that have been around for a long time, much longer than the MarTech podcast. And they all have dramatically better reputations than me. They're bigger companies. They're enterprise-level companies. I'm just a guy sitting in a room making a podcast. How can I outrank the larger companies that have a better reputation with Google now? I'll give you the abbreviated answer and then we can go however deeper you want. And then I'll also give you a story about the first time I outranked a billion dollar company. So the kind of like we touched on yesterday, a, a big thing that you want to tackle is intent, whether that's your call to action on your page and making sure you guide your audience to the right intentful action to buy a thing or click on a button. It's the same thing in your content. I'll give a free tool. Some of the listeners will be familiar with it. It's called answerthepublic.com. Answer the Public is super cool because you go there and you type in whatever potential keyword you want to target that you've narrowed down. And it's going to give you this visual display of the who, what, when, where, and why of that word. And part of where that website collects that data is from search engine queries and autocomplete. So Ben, you know when you go to Google and you start typing something out and it says, hey, I think you might want one of these other five things. 
Well, that's Google saying, here is very literal data that when other people have searched those things, they usually want one of these. So, so that's a very clear insight into what the masses are searching about that keyword. So answer the public will take data like that, put it in this nice display. And then this is your customers telling you exactly the problems they have, the questions they want answered. So you want to answer those questions that can kind of connect the dots between the problems that your customers have and the solutions that you offer. Now, I can give you one example in when we were working with the Utah Jazz, we we're working with their retail division called Team Store. And the goal was to sell more jerseys and hats of star players like Donovan Mitchell or legacy players like Carl Malone. I was going to make a joke and say, the Utah has star players? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a Warriors fan. We're not opening that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so Donovan Mitchell is the one that the majority of the fans follow. And so he's like the big player. So we go through and we go into Answer Public and we type things in and it says, you know, what's Donovan Mitchell's Instagram? What's his height? What's his scoring records? And then we look up Carl Malone and it says the same things. But then one that really stood out was, how did Carl Malone die? Well, Carl Malone isn't dead. So there's a problem. There's a question that your customers want answered. I'm going to make a basketball joke. How did Carl Malone die without a championship? <laughs> Burn. Sorry. And yes, he's still alive. And sorry, Carl Malone, for making fun of your legacy. I'm sure you're a wonderful person, but he still hasn't won a championship. That reminds me, we were filming a commercial for a company. And so we were playing, you know, we're in Utah and we were playing on the stereotypes of Utah's love for Mitt Romney. So the director snaps the thing and says, he's doing the takes, take one, take two, take these. So he says, Mitt Romney won. And the freaking camera dude in the background goes, Mitt Romney lost. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, no politics, no basketball. Right. Okay, so Carl Malone, how does he die? And uh, Michael Jordan ate all of his lunches. Sorry, oh, I can't help it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. It's been a pleasure, Ben. <laughs> so we go, okay, here's a perfect opportunity to answer the questions that our audience wants answered for one reason or another. So here's a great opportunity to build a piece of content that would be, hey, Carl Malone isn't dead, but here's the top 10 funny ways, the top 10 funny rumors, whatever. So you attract your ideal audience because this is people wanting Carl Malone stuff. And what do you offer? Carl Malone merchandise. And so you bring them in through that. And then at the end, then you have your intentful call to action that says, you know, go here, buy his jerseys, buy his hats, buy his whatever. But the point of the story is identify buyer intent and align with the mentality of your audience. Because if we didn't go use a tool like Answer the Public and identify a very specific query that presented itself in that data upon a shotgun approach, I would have never thought to write an article about somebody dying that's not dead. So use tools to look at the data to see what your audience is already searching and write content around that produce solutions and answers to solve those existing problems instead of guessing. One of the things that sticks out in my mind, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, the notion of getting the content strategy right, right? You have to write about the right things, and that's really what you're talking about. There is the notion of domain authority, and whether that's the volume of backlinks, how people are talking about you socially. Google gets all sorts of signals about how important you are. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. 
No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Talk to me about the other side outside of, hey, I've got great content. I use the MarTech podcast page as an example. We've got lots of great content about MarTech. Those other brands still rank ahead of us. So there's a reputation component there. How do you solve for that? So the reputation component is all relative to your industry. There's not a magical number where you need 1,000 backlinks or 10,000 backlinks because it's going to be relative to your market and your competition. So what you can do is you can go look up, you know, there's tons of websites and tools. If you want one that'll give you a free preview, you can go to webmeup.com. And what you do is you type in a competitor's domain and it's going to tell you how many links that domain has. Do that to three, five, ten of your competitors and see what kind of the average is across all those sites, how many links they have. Then you can have a better understanding of the gap you need. The reason why backlinks are valuable is because when Google came onto the scene, other search engines would use meta keywords and things that could be artificially stuffed and inflated and abused. So Google came along and said, let's use external signals. Let's use links from other websites and count them as a vote in the popularity contest. So that presented more accurate results. And then once SEOs and marketers caught on to the fact that backlinks are a signal, then that's when they started to say, okay, well, how do I get more backlinks? And then that's where you marry a bunch of things. That's why you do good content. So you can track good backlinks naturally. That's why you do outreach and build relationships. So you can ask for links. I mean, there's a million different link strategies, but what you want to look at is how big of a gap do I need to close? Do I have five links and most of my competitors have 500 or do they have 10,000 and see what's realistic to accomplish in the next 12 months versus you know, 10,000 links is probably unrealistic. So maybe you focus more on the content and you can kind of offset your gap in backlinks with better quality content. So it's not like you have to dominate on content and backlinks and all of the above. But the goal is to focus on where you can do the most damage and build up the credibility of your site. I think that SEO is an interesting game because there's the notion of the chip stack, just like in poker, where the companies that have been doing it for a long time just have a distinct advantage. If you're starting from square one, right, you are launching a new property, you basically just don't have as much content, you don't have as much domain authority. What expectation should you have for trying to outrank established players? If you're going to be doing content creation, link building, reputation management on the fly, how long does it take for you to really see traction? Start with where you can make the most progress. 
I mean, a lot of our clients, we don't even get into the backlinks because we can accomplish so much more on the content strategy or better user experience. So what you want to focus on is where can you monetize quicker? So maybe you have, when you do your keyword research and you say, well, here's the big pot of gold, but that's going to take me one year, two years, however long. So still slowly chip away at that, but get some cash flow going on some of the more long tail search queries or the more specific search queries or the less competitive search queries. Because as you mentioned earlier, it's about building a reputation. So if you can start to establish good reputation on something, then that will snowball into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing until you hit critical mass. And then you have this big reputation where you can rank for lots of things. But if you go about it the opposite way and shoot for the moon, it's probably never going to happen. So establish some credibility somewhere and then scale that to whatever the next comparable term is or parallel search term or market is, and then take that reputation and leverage it to broaden it even further. Head, belly, tail. Right. There are some really big, important keywords in every industry. Those are your head terms. Most of the keywords get a good amount of traffic. And then sometimes you get a very long tail of complex keywords. And the advice that I've always heard is you start with the tail keywords, right? Things that are a little bit more complex, things that the larger brands haven't really focused on. And when you start ranking highly on your tail keywords, you aggregate those pages to rank for your belly terms. And then you aggregate the aggregated pages to hopefully rank for the head terms. Pick holes in that strategy. Is that the right approach? Generally, and maybe I can give you some examples that will kind of illustrate this. So you want to target what you can monetize. And I would way rather have something that has less competition, less search volume, but has higher buyer intent and higher click-through and higher conversions, because I'd rather convert one in 10 people than convert one in a thousand people. So just because it has a lower search volume doesn't mean it's less profitable. So for example, me being an SEO, I do not want to rank for the word SEO. And the reason why is because that is too broad of an audience. Even if I did rank for that, it is not my ideal audience. My team would spend more time on the phone with the budget shoppers, the question askers, the people that aren't serious about making a move. So you have to understand that there's a big difference between conversion rate and aligning what you're targeting with good buyer intent and your ideal audience versus just going for what has more search volume. You mentioned that you had a funny story about the first time you outranked a billion dollar company. Tell us your story. So the story is funny, but I think it underscores the importance of solving customers' problems. So this was this was a year or two before I started my company and when I was kind of doing design and SEO on the side. And my wife was watching The Bachelor and it was like a season finale. And so she drags me in. It's like the Super Bowl. Like, hey, it's the end of the season. You got to come watch this. So what I remember from the previous season finales was when it was done, it was done. And it would say, find out who the next Bachelor is here in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. But this time they said, hey, the next Bachelor is Andy Baldwin. And I said, well, that's interesting. I don't remember them mentioning the guy's name in previous season finales. And so I wonder why. And so I went and looked it up and I couldn't find really anything. He had his own website with a little bit of information. There wasn't a lot of pictures. And I thought, well, if I'm not that interested and I'm already looking, imagine all of the people and the Bachelor fans that are super interested in this. And if I can't find anything, they are going to be disappointed. So why don't I become that thing? So I told my wife, I said, hey, I'm going to be in here for the next hour or two. So within 90 minutes, two hours, 
what I did is I cataloged any public information I could find about this guy, any photos, made a picture gallery, made a bio, and I started andybaldwin.net. Put on Google AdSense just to pick up a coin or I two. did. Yeah, this was in AdSense's heyday where you could like totally kill it before ads started diluting the value of a page. And so I ended up making thousands of dollars a month off of a website that I threw up in like 90 minutes and I outranked ABC, I outranked The Bachelor site, I outranked the guy's website that he already had years before me just because I went in and optimized it and worked on the site structure and I solved the customer's problem. My customer was the audience would click on AdSense and those people wanted to know about this bachelor guy. And so I created a website that satisfied their curiosity of who is he and what hunky pictures can I find about him? <laughs> so <laughs> I put that together. And so here I am at the time, early 20-year-old, just barely learning SEO, but I solved the problem. And so you don't have to overcomplicate this. And even as SEO is more complicated and time-consuming now, at its core, it's still all about good user experience and solving a problem. At the end of the day, understanding the user intent, creating the content that solves their need is what Google is looking for. And they are factoring in what your reputation is, but you can balance reputation with quality content to really improve your rankings. Hey, Damon, before we let you go, you mentioned that there was a resource that you wanted to offer to the uh, MarTech community. Tell us a little bit about what you're offering. Yeah, I had the pleasure of over the last two years writing a book about SEO and taking all my knowledge and kind of putting it in a blueprint. So you need to get it on Amazon, but I'm giving free digital downloads at freeseobook.com. Freeseobook.com. Okay, Damon, thank you so much for being our guest and uh, bringing your giant jug of water on the MarTech podcast. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech podcast. Thanks to Damon Burton, president of SEO National, for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Damon, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is EntrepreneurDB, E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-D-B, or you could visit his company's website, which is seonational.com, S-E-O-N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L.com. Just one more link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.